Welcome to the ESPN Player Preview Program, brought to you with Gridiron Magazine. Simon Clancy here, along with the editor, Matthew Sherry. It is Rivalry Weekend. That's the third time I've tried to say it. Finally got it right. Rivalry Weekend in college football, uh, which essentially does exactly what it says on the tin. It is all the big rivals going off against each other. It's a fantastic weekend, always the weekend after Thanksgiving. Uh, And the action starts tomorrow night, and it starts with Washington State against Washington. Uh, Washington State, 8th-ranked, look unlikely to get into the playoff. Mike Leach is 8th-ranked team. The only loss of the season coming against USC, where they were really sort of umpired out of uh, a win, really, with with what should have been a targeting call by the linebacker Port Augustine on Gardner Minshew. Um, wasn't called uh, essentially meant that instead of having first and goal at the 10 uh, in the dying minute or so of the game they were forced to kick a field goal which was blocked that would have won the game Uh, USC ended up winning it obviously USC's capitulation this season has made things more difficult should be a fascinating game Washington started off as the 6th ranked team in the nation or the ninth ranked team in the nation lost to the 6th ranked Auburn Tigers but Auburn have fallen away as well Washington obviously lost to Oregon they've struggled as well uh, the, the Pac-12 has really, really been very average this year. Oregon, again, flattered to deceive. But Matthew, this is a game that both of us are looking forward to, isn't it? This is, for me, the biggest game of Mike Leach's Washington State tenure so far. Um, he's done a lot of great things at Washington State, turned around a team that that was going absolutely nowhere. Gradually, I mean, it didn't happen overnight, but it's got better and better every year. The one hole on the CV is this, beating, beating the the in-state rival Washington and this is the first time they go into it as favourites I mean Washington State have had such an amazing season they should be unbeaten they should be unbeaten and potentially in in the CFP mix because that was we've mentioned that USC defeat a lot on this pod and that's frustrating but this is this is the game they need to win it's at Pullman it's Friday night it's an incredible atmosphere it's just after Thanksgiving you know you couldn't ask for anything more than this as a chance for for Mike Leach to really have his coming out party as, as the as the Wazoo coach and it's also an occasion where you want to see Gardner Minshew it'll be the last time that will it be it might be the last time he plays at home it depends on championship game and where that will be I think it will be the last time he plays at home so if it is you want this amazing story to have an amazing ending but you know at the other sideline Chris Peterson they're they're going to quite happily play spoilers in this game they've got a great team themselves who it hasn't been the season we expected we build that week one game against Auburn who we'll come on to in a second as a potential CFP decider it hasn't been that at all neither team has lived up to the bill but Washington themselves well coached good team they've had Washington State's number I mean they absolutely blew them out last year in this fixture and they'll fancy their chances even on the road but I hope and believe that it'll be a Washington State win in this one. Yeah, it should be a cracker of a game. Oklahoma-West Virginia, another really intriguing game. We've had issues about Oklahoma's defence. Kansas ran 40 up on them last week. They obviously almost lost in overtime to Oklahoma State. Uh, They were run all over by Navy. Uh, They lost to Texas on the odd side of 40-plus points. Um, so the defense isn't going to stop anybody, but obviously Kyler Murray's still in with a you know a very outside squeak at the highs when we think that's already going to Tua Tonga Vailoa. But Murray's had an outstanding season. How do you see this one playing out? Do you think that Oklahoma can win this one? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think this game to me is is the one that, that I think is is probably the most unpredictable of, of the games. Really, um, I mean, all of these games are exciting. They all could go different ways to how we think they're going to go. Absolutely, but this one for me feels like everything's on the line here for both teams. It's it's 
a West Virginia team who were, who were coming off a defeat last week against an Oklahoma team who, frankly, have looked like they were going to be beaten in every game that they've played recently, certainly with how their defence has played. And, I mean, on the subject of that defence, it's not like... It's not like they've played a murderer's row of offences, and I think that's the real worry for, for Oklahoma, both in this game and if they win this game in any potential title game against a, a Texas again, or then if they, if they can sneak into the CFP, it, it's certainly in that. But I actually think it could catch up with them this game. And it, I mean, I would urge people to stay up and watch this one, although you don't need to stay up. This one is on ESPN Play, so you can watch it Saturday morning, but certainly do what I think I'll do, which is not find out the score of this and watch it as if live on on Saturday morning and start your your game day that way. This should be a great game. Oklahoma haven't seen a quarterback like Will Greer all season and and as I said earlier they've been they've been torn to shreds by some some pretty bang average quarterbacks. So I I, I know I've, I know you'll feel the same way. So I think this is just going to be a great game to watch for the neutral. It's going to be similar to that Chiefs Rams game. The worst joke on the internet now is how that was like a Big Twelve game. Well, this is a real Big Twelve game between two real Big Twelve teams who have great offenses. Another opportunity in front of the national spotlight as well for Kyler Murray to push his Heisman case because it feels like certainly in the national perspective, as much as we think Tua will get it and will win, it feels like the gap's closed a little bit. I've seen a couple of national broadcasters suggest that they would put Murray ahead of him. So a big chance for Kyler Murray as well and at a big stage game. The playoffs on the line potentially, although it's still very difficult for Oklahoma to get there because of what we'll talk about in a second. But yeah, just a great game and 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 offense central. I think people will enjoy this every bit as much as they did that Rams Chiefs game on Monday night. Yeah, it's going to be a massive game for the Sooners, isn't it? Because you know they need to get over the line, and West Virginia have got the sort of offense that can really cause them problems. I mean, yeah, this game could be you know like, like the Chiefs Rams the other night. This could be sixty fifty eight at the end of things. Um, the game that I know that you're most interested in, Michigan against Ohio State. You kind of have to throw the form book out the window, and Ohio State really haven't had a form book at the moment. Michigan, offensively, they're kind of struggling to get going early in games, but best defense in the country. Ohio State falling off a cliff. Dwayne Haskins falling off a cliff, although he had a, a good game last week to sort of resurrect a little bit um, in their overtime win against Maryland. How do you see this one playing out? Yeah, I mean, this is the one, isn't it? This is the one for me that, in terms of my Michigan support and cap on that, that I look look forward to every year. This is really the reason I love this weekend so much, and why it's my favourite weekend in in college football. And I'm hoping to love it a bit more this year than I have the last few years because you know this has been a frustrating game for Michigan for the majority of Jim Harbaugh's tenure. The first year, Harbaugh had a great year, but they, they got steamrolled in, in this game at the Big House and. You know, that was fine at the time. That was Ohio State. I think coming off a national championship. Yeah, it was coming off a national championship. So, I mean, I think that was to be expected. And that Ohio State team actually was unfortunate not to be put in the playoff that year because I think had they got put in it, they might have won it all again. Um, they, they lost one game in really bad weather conditions all year. So that was a great Ohio State team with Ezekiel Elliott and a lot of these guys who were seeing starring in the NFL now and then the next year was the one that Michigan fans still remember unbeaten Michigan team went in there and you know they they took the game to Ohio State dominated the game and then a, a dreadful fourth down spot that was upheld on review that certainly with my Michigan hat on there was no way they got the first won the game for Ohio State in overtime and 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 Michigan at that point still had a playoff chance but the the the, the after effects of that game 
I mean, that actually ruined it. They they'd, they'd lost the game to Iowa and then that was the game that put them out of the playoffs. So that was the disappointing one at a time when Jim Harbaugh's tenure was looking great. And then last year was obviously the, the real down year of Harbaugh's tenure, really young team. And, and actually they competed with Ohio State for the majority of the game last year as well. And it was, it was only the third quarter when Dwayne Haskins, a guy who at that point nobody had heard of, came in and and really started moving that Ohio State offense down the field, and, and it was another defeat. So it's been such a frustrating game since Jim Harbaugh arrived, but this feels like changing of the guard time to me. Michigan are going one way, or Ohio State seem to be going another way. Michigan, to me, are the better team by a good distance this year, and I couldn't have said that in any of the previous years. I mean, even the year, year two of Harbaugh, where I do think Michigan were, were a better team than Ohio State, it was, it was certainly not cut and dried. Based on what we've seen this year, this should be cut and dried. Ohio State have been terrible against everybody ranging from Minnesota to Purdue and to Maryland last week. So Michigan have been completely dominant. The only game that actually has got close is last week's game against Indiana. And, you know, that was one of those occasions where you, you, you kind of think that Michigan were looking ahead to this game. And you hope so. You hope that this is a game where Jim Harbaugh puts his signature down on this Michigan team with Don Brown and the defense as well. This this is the end of the revenge tour. And they should win it. Um they really, really should win it. The caveat, of course, is that as shambolic as Ohio State have been for the majority of this year, they are Ohio State, a team with insane recruiting classes. Like, you know, it's five stars, five stars, five stars every year. These guys are still extremely talented, but... I just don't believe that you can reverse the trend of a whole season and turn it on for one week. If you, Part of me does believe it, but I think that's part of me that's the Michigan fan dreading another defeat to Ohio State. For me, this game should be a Michigan win, and it, and it might well spell the end for Urban Meyer because, I mean, nobody wants to keep seeing what we're seeing, which is him crouched down holding his head on the sideline. It, 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 it's clearly impacting his health. And I wouldn't be surprised if this if this spells the end for Evan Meyer. But that's that's looking ahead. Let's just it from me hope that Michigan win the game and, and basically see that playoff place barring something special from Georgia in a week's time. Two of the most important players in that game will be defensive ends Chase Winovich. If he's healthy, looks like he will be, and Rashan Gary. Uh, we caught up with both of them at the Schembechler Hall a couple of weeks ago in Ann Arbor, and here, first of all, is Chase Winovich. I think I'm just a pretty passionate dude in whatever I, you know, undertook. And like, I, I think if I somehow ended up getting stuck in like a, a, a knitting course or a knitting uh, team, I, I think I'd, I'd like fi- I think I'd find a way to like, <laughs> you know, to, to try to like be as competitive as possible. And that's just like, I, I don't mean it like to be cheesy. I think it's just kind of like the way I am. So. Do you, given that you're probably tonight going to be at least the number four team in the country in terms of the ranking? Do you look ahead when you're sat in your dorm or wherever it is that you do you think about taking down Alabama or, or do you just have to think? Uh, I have, yeah, I, I have it's, definitely dreams it's of, of slaying those beasts. But uh, before we get to that point, you know, I, um, it's a bigger goal of mine to to take down Ohio State. I'd say. I mean, did you watch Saturday night and think? I want to be on the field with you to a Tonga Valley or I want, you know, I'll yeah. take you down. No, I, I, but I, I also, do you look at him and think, wow, that's a special player? I look at that team in general. I say, you know, that is that is a special team. Um, but there's no, there's no, that's where the glory is at. The glory is even if we lose and we, we you know, we get crushed hypothetically, um, 
I, I just I find glory in the fact that we we're on the same field and we were able to come you know compete and um, and that's that's what I find fun too. It's like I, I don't know. I, I've just never been one to shy away from okay. from that competition and that. Um, so I, yeah, you like, love winning, don't you? I, mean, I, I love yeah. I, I love I love winning and uh, it's fun to me. Not even just like winning, just like finding new ways to win. Like every week, I just yeah, that's what's cool about playing football. It's like. Uh, every week, like every single offense, and in particular, like their tackles, um, they they present different challenges. Like some tackles are, you know, their technique is different. Like they give up different things, and so it's like a um, test, like my versatility as a pass rusher. Like which ways, you know, can I adapt, and and which moves can I do to put myself in the best position to win? Yeah. If you do play Alabama, you'll okay. go up against Jonah Williams potentially. Right. He's one of the best left tackles yeah. in the country. Would you rather test yourself against somebody like that, or would you, and maybe think you might get half a sack or, or whatever because he's an elite player as, as yeah. well, or would you rather go up against the the Bowling Green tackle who you might score, you might get three sacks against? D- does that does testing yourself against the best is that more important than numbers? Do you see what I'm trying to? Yeah, I, I don't even look at it like that. I I, I look at it as. Uh, I just am eager to go up against whoever's in front of me. <laughs> you know, I, I don't look at it as like, oh, wow, like, you know, I, I'm not like out here trying to call people out, like saying like, oh, I want to go against that guy. Um, I look at it as uh, I'm in a set game. It's not like I'm in a, a you know, a prize fighter where I can kind of pick and choose who I, I fight. And it's like that attitude. It's like, for me, it's like, uh, I'm just focused on on beating whoever whoever they put in front of me. Whatever you know, we do as a team, like it'll help decide our fate, like in terms of like national championship hopes and stuff. Um, but yeah, like like I said, I, I just never been afraid of uh, the smoke, as they say. Um, and so I, I like to think I'm the one that that brings it. And it uh, it'd be a good test, I, I think. Um, I, I know I can give him some fits, and I, I'm sure you know you don't get to be um, that status of a player without. Um, whooping on some guys, so I'm um, just gonna make sure that's not you. <laughs> are you um are you frightened slash fearful slash emotional when you think about the fact that in a couple of weeks time you're gonna walk out of there for the final time that stadium? That yeah, Indiana in two weeks is my my last home game. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a, a very emotional time for myself. I, I know that it's just like um, I already get sad of thinking about it. And just we've come such a long way and. So many hills have been climbed, and so many battles have you know even in practice when we practice over there. Just, just you know, such a, just such a journey. That was defensive end Chase Winovich of the Michigan Wolverines. His running mate, uh, the right defensive end for Don Brown's defense, is Rashan Gary. And after we sat down with Chase, we sat down. We sat down with Rashan. We know we gotta you know keep the foot on the pedal, <laughs> you know keep going. We off to a good start, and we want to keep that way. Um, we got a lot of goals to achieve, and um, everybody here working hard to make sure we achieve those goals. How good was it to get back out on the field at the weekend and just you know, given the, the oh, way man. the season's going, given the upward curve, you guys are clearly on. It must have been great to get out there. It was great to be back with my brothers. Oh, um, yeah. You know, we worked so hard on the off season, and now that I'm able, you know, to what I started, I could finish, and you know. Is back being on the field with them is just I don't know how to describe it. Um, it's the best feeling ever. Okay. So you know I'm just happy to be back in back in part of the season. Did you go home on Saturday night and watch LSU Alabama? Kind of thinking that you know 
we could be up into the top four here and yeah yeah uh, like, or do you, do you just shut it out completely uh, nah I'm not gonna lie um, <laughs> after the Penn State game I did go home and that was the first game I okay. I, uh, I tuned into and um now, like I said, like, everything's in front of us. We just have to go out there and keep working how you've been working and go get it. For me, I, I'm obviously significantly older than you, but for me, if I was in your position, it must be very difficult to try and keep the emotions in check in terms of thinking we're so close to something incredible. Is that difficult for you guys to do? Because, you know, it might be easier for me being older, but for you guys being younger and more enthusiastic, and it must be hard not to think, we can do this. Oh yeah, uh, I'd be lying to if I said you know it was, it was creeping to the front of my head. <laughs> I'd be lying to you, but these coaches um, and the rest of the staff, they do a great job of you know bringing us back down to earth and um, letting us know that there's still work to be done and there's still things to improve on. So you know having that come out your coach mouth, you want to do nothing but be the best player you can be for the team, and that's basically what's been keeping us going. So yeah, it's hard not to think about it, but. To be the best team and to get to where we need to do, we need to step away from that, you know, and get back to work. When you watch Bama and you see a left tackle like Jonah Williams and a quarterback like Tua Tungabala, you must think, I want a piece of that. I, you know, respecting the game, but also thinking, I want to play up against you because, the, you know, the best challenge is the best, right? Oh, yeah, I feel like um, the best should go against the best. Iron sharpen iron, yeah. you know. I feel like that game will, will be a great football game, you know. They have a lot of talent. We have a lot of talent. I just want to see what's going to happen. That's Rashan Gary and Chase Winovich. I hope you enjoyed that. We shall be back next week. Don't forget Clancy on Campus, the column early next week, the podcast, the preview video, which will be out tomorrow, just to give you some more tips, hints, insiders, if you're looking for, for some bets this weekend. Don't forget ESPN Player is your place, your home of college football, all through the bowl season as well. They will bring you... Uh, just the best action wall to wall throughout bowl season uh, to keep you warm over Christmas when uh, when the, the neighbours are around and the mince pies are running out. Whoa, 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 hold on, Si. I know that Auburn haven't been what we thought they were going to be, but, you know, this weekend does not go without the Battle of Alabama, the Iron Bowl. I think this... I don't think it's going to be the game that we hope, but at the end of the day, it's a game that we must talk about. So yeah, I mean, this is this is the game that I mean. When we looked at this, the season, we thought this was going to have huge implications, and the Iron Bowl always has huge implications. It has a way of making itself important in the season. Do I think that'll happen this year? Sadly, I just don't. I mean, it's gone stale again at Auburn for Gus Malzahn, who pays to just ride this roller coaster each each couple of years of good, then bad, then good, then bad, and. This Alabama team is too good for Auburn at home as well. I mean, obviously, Auburn beat them last year. They've got a bit of revenge on their mind. But this is an Alabama team that was tied with the Citadel last week. Um, Nick Saban will have been talking about that for the last seven days, basically on a continuous loop. This Alabama team will respond to that, and they're going to go out and blow doors. I think this is going to be a dominant, dominant victory for Alabama to set up. You know, the, the, the game next week against Georgia that could ultimately decide the fates of, of themselves, Georgia and Michigan, provided they get the job done against Ohio State. Thanks for listening. We shall be back next week. Goodbye. Four days like no other. A festival like no other. For a bookmaker like no other. Bet Fred. Get up to £40 in free bets when you sign up using promo code CHELP40 and stake £10 on any Cheltenham race. Bet Fred at the heart of Cheltenham.
18 plus, new UK customers only. Available from March 6th to March 13th. £30 free bets credited within 10 hours of first bet settlement. Extra £10 free bets credited if first bet loses. Full terms at betfred.com slash promotions. Keep it fun. Begambleaware.org.